0: Hello everyone out there, this is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is five hidden keys to commercial contract. Why is that so important? It is so important because a commercial contract, once it is signed, it is legally binding. Which means you can be sued if you don't carry out the contract or if you don't take it serious. Number three, you can also lose money, worse, waste money in a commercial contract if it is written improperly or not in your favor. And number four, but if done well, this is where the best deals begin. They start right here with these five hidden keys. So let's get started with key number one. Key number one is, You absolutely need these four contingency clauses in your commercial contract. Your transaction should be contingent upon you inspecting the property for a certain amount of days, finding a loan, an acceptable loan for the property, contingent also having clean title to the property to make sure there's no liens on it, and fourthly, to have the ability for the property to appraise for the contract price. These four need to be in there. If they're not in your contract, don't do the deal. This is a hidden key because some of these uh, clauses may be removed by the real estate agent, by the seller, or by the seller's attorney. If that's the case, do not do the deal. In our company, Commercial Property Advisors, we have one coach who is responsible for all the contracts that make sure they are written well to our student's benefit. And These are the main four. Here's the reason why. Caveat Intour. Caveat in means buyer beware. When you purchase a home, a single family home, for example, when you go into contract, the seller, the owner of the property, has to fill out these disclosures of what's wrong with the property, what the income is, any defects, things like that, written down that he signed. So if he lies to you, you can come back and sue him. In commercial real estate, we have no such thing. No such thing exists. The seller can lie through his teeth and there's nothing you can do about it. This is why these contingencies are so important. So key number one is, at the minimum, have these four contingencies. Let's go to key number two. Key number two is so, so important. So key number two is you need sufficient time, that means number of days, to conduct thorough inspections and to find a good loan. When an agent or seller's pushing you With a 10-day period to do all of this, that's a red flag. Maybe they're trying to hide something. Maybe they know you can't do it, so they're going to keep your earner's money deposit. But regardless, 10 days, when you see the 10-day or even 20-day, that's a red flag. You need to get at least, there's a minimum of 30 business days to do thorough inspections and to get a loan. Minimum. So don't fall for the 10-day period when it's requested you need time to renegotiate the deal let's face it you're going to have to get an electrician a general contractor a plumber a roofer hvac person all out there sometimes it takes 10 days just to schedule them so you cannot do all this in 10 days don't fall for that secondly okay lenders are taking twice as long as they did one or two years ago you got the higher interest rates some of the lenders aren't leaning in the area anymore and let's face it some of our deals have died right here because the loans are coming back where the capital the property cash flows you need time that's key number 2 let's go to key number 3 key number 3 is where a lot of beginning commercial estate investors mess up right here and they bring us in as a company after the fact and there's really nothing we can do and they're going to lose their 50,000 hundred thousand dollar deposit Because they didn't pay attention to the hidden key back here. Now, listen up here. Key number three is your earnest money deposit clause, your EMD clause. Your earnest money deposit is your good faith money that you put into the deal as a good faith gesture of you following the rules and following through with the contract. It is contingent upon many things. But there's a couple points I want to make here within that clause that sometimes could be hidden. Number one is, when does the EMD become non-refundable? Usually you have 30 business days to do all your inspections and if all your inspections come out great and then there's nothing to fix and you're okay with the inspections, that's when their earnest money deposit, the EMD, goes non-refundable. So you need to know when is that date, okay? When is that date? If you forget, you're gonna lose your deposit. Number two, is it non-refundable on day one? Sometimes you in the contract, it tells you, you are making a good-faith deposit that goes non-refundable as soon as you get it under contract and you can read right over it and really get trapped into this deal. The last one here is really important. Did the seller's attorney write it in such a way that it is impossible to get it refunded just in case you terminate the contract? Wow! Yeah, that can be in there where the attorney will put that in there. Remember, their attorney does not working for you. He's working for them. So any advantage he can give to them to make them money or to make himself money, he would do it. And you don't read that part. That's on you. Okay. so this is a hidden key. Know and understand all of the intricacies of your earnest money deposit clause. Let's go to key number four. Here's key number four. What if your seller decides, you know what? I know we signed a contract, but I decided not to go through with it. I want to take a higher price and I don't want to deal with you anymore. What if he decides to do that and you have a signed contract? Well, legally, he can't do that. And there should be a clause in the contract that says neither of you can do that. If one of you decides to default on the contract or not to perform the contract, there are consequences. Losing earnest money deposits, suing each other, uh, forcing each other to perform. So those are all the consequences of it. Now, here is the fourth hidden key. The fourth hidden key on the Seller Buyer Default Clause is make sure that this clause, the Seller and Buyer Default Clause, is not one way, favoring the seller only. What I mean by that is both seller and buyer should have equal rights if either does not perform in the contract. Equal penalties if one person misbehaves in the contract. Now where I see this the most is when attorneys write the contracts for their sellers or where agents are representing the seller and not representing you in, in both of the contracts, it may have a situation where if you back out, there's harsh consequences. But if the seller backs out, there's minimal consequences. You don't want that. It needs to be equal. So beware when you're, when you're looking at attorney contracts or real estate agent listed property contracts. So seller buyer default clause, that is a hidden key. To a commercial contract, you need to be very aware of. There's lots of legal leads in it, lots of words in it. Make sure you understand it. Let's go to the fifth and final key number five. Last but not least, key number five, okay? Here's a situation. Uh, what if you're in contract, you uh, put up a earnest money deposit of $25,000, and you go and you start your due diligence and let's say you're in Florida or you're in the areas of Houston where the hurricanes or tornadoes have wrecked an area where you find out the insurance cost is so high that you can't cash flow. Well. Can you get out of the deal because of that? In most cases, no. In most cases, no. So what I'm suggesting here in areas like that where you have a lot of insurance claims where the insurance cost is very high and we have identified those areas, I want you to include an insurance cost contingency clause. What that means is if you cannot find affordable or reasonable insurance costs, you can terminate the deal and get your earnest money out, scot-free. So again, if you can't locate acceptable insurance premiums for your deal while under contract, you can terminate the contract and get your earnest money returned. We want that written in the contract. So there are uh, areas where my insurance costs have gone up three times. They've tripled from just a few years ago. Some of them are uh, areas of Texas, South Carolina, Northern California, just to name a few. And the high insurance premiums have killed some of our deals. And have we not um, had our contingency clause in there, our, our earnest money deposit, $2,500, $100,000 will be trapped in there. And if we didn't go ahead and go through to deal and pay this high insurance and have negative cash flow, we would uh, lose our earnest money. So that's very important. That's a, that's a hidden gem for you if you are located in one of those areas. Thank you everyone for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the five hidden keys to a commercial contract. Hey, if you want to learn more about this business, Go ahead and apply to be our protege, but if you just want to read more on commercial real estate, I have a book I'll give to you. It's for free, no obligations. It's called Commercial Real Estate for Beginners. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today.